Hi everyone, welcome to The Hammer. And um, I invite all of you, if you could, if you have your cell phones on, if you could either put them on vibrate or turn them off for now. And if you miss it, that will be fine. And um, my name is Gloria Kamler, and I'm one of the teachers. Um, I'm part of the MARC program, the Mindful Awareness Research Center. And um, it is my pleasure to be here. I love coming here. It's so fun meditating with all of you. And I'm really touched deeply that you would kind of carve out this time during your busy day to come and do this. It, um, it's wonderful. And I also want to very specifically um, welcome, we have, we have some people from different high schools that are here, so welcome. And I think I'm looking to see what the names are, Cleveland High School and Luzinger High School. So welcome, all of you. <laughs> Once again, it, it's, it's so, uh, we know that people are practicing mindfulness from the really little, little people to us older people and all along the way. And it's, it's, it's exciting to see that I didn't have this kind of help when I was in high school, for sure. And I'm seeing people nodding their heads. Yeah, that's true. And um, this is wonderful that you can start younger and learn to work with our minds in a way that can help us feel better and can um, be happier. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about what mindfulness is and some of the benefits of mindfulness. And then I'm going to do more of an introductory practice of mindfulness. And some of you have been coming for a long time. You've been coming here. Some of you have been coming for years. So you can just get started and start your practice. And I will be guiding, but, and, uh, but not for a little bit. Okay. So what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is being here in our experience of now, really opening and being curious about right now, how it feels to be sitting in your chair right now. You might notice how that feels in your body. You might notice the kind of thoughts that are going on in your mind. And you might also notice that you have feelings that are going on too. We kind of acknowledge them and open to them and relax around them moment by moment. And we do this again and again and again. And in doing this, mindfulness is basically a training of our attention. And we keep returning to the present moment. And we, our mind just goes off somewhere, and then we practice coming back again and again and again. And when we do this training, um, mindfulness meditation is basically the gym and where we learn to how to focus this attention. And we know that there are some benefits, too, when we're able to do this. Some of the benefits of mindfulness is it's, it's, it's quite helpful for various physical um, conditions, but, but particularly stress-related conditions are, are very responsive to the mindfulness practice. Things like fibromyalgia, psoriasis, um, things related to skin, to our, to our bellies, uh, they seem to respond well as we do mindfulness practice. We also know that um, with mindfulness, as we're doing mindfulness practice, there seems to be a decreasing in some of the biomarkers around inflammation. And we know inflammation can be, you know, it, it can tell us where we might be having problems in our life physically. 
So, and we also know that mindfulness can be helpful for many people around pain issues to work with it more skillfully so we don't make it harder for a situation that's already difficult. Mindfulness also can be helpful for our mental health, you know, to be... Um, to deal with anxiety and depression, we see that, that it can be very helpful with those conditions. And people tend to report that they tend to just feel a greater sense of well-being and happier when people develop a mindfulness practice over time. And this is over time, everybody. Um, you might see a window into it today, but as you do it more and more, you actually see how it kind of spreads through your life and how you experience your life. And one of the things, and particularly for um, the kids, and actually for all of us, mindfulness can be really, as we're more mindful, we tend to be able to self-regulate a little better in terms of we tend to be, when we can kind of pause and see what's happening rather than just instantly reacting to things, when we kind of slow it down a little bit, come into the present moment, take a breath or two, we can act more skillfully. So this is emotional regulation. So we tend to be um, more responsive rather than just, you know, reacting and doing things that we might regret later on that maybe wasn't kind to ourselves or to someone else. So this is really helpful, but not just for the teenagers, for all of us. We all tend to have a mind that reacts to things we don't like, that we want to be different than as they are. So we also know the last thing I want to talk to you about around this is that mindfulness is also really helpful for uh, cultivating attention to be able to focus. And we know that this is really helpful in school when you just, you know, you want to be able to um, stay focused. And we live in a culture, there's a huge study at Harvard. Uh, I mean, it was thousands of people. And what they found was is that the average American spends 47% of our waking hours gone in our minds somewhere else. We're awake, but we're not really awake. We're in our bodies, but we're not here. We're thinking about something else. We're distracted. And when we're in that state, it, it creates a sense of discontentment. It's not a satisfying state. And people that tend to be more mindful more of the time report much greater degrees of um, contentment, satisfaction, fulfillment. So I find that interesting um, myself. So mindfulness is helpful for lessening distraction, lessening our, the wandering mind, and being able to attend more consciously. So this is a plus of mindfulness and other things too that can be helpful in school, but also can be helpful for all of us in our work lives and as we are with each other, to be more attentive, to be more present, more caring to ourselves and each other. And lastly, we know that with mindfulness, it, it actually changes, it can change the structure of our brain in a way that is actually helpful and which will impact the function that we have. So the research is more in the beginning stages, but there's some good research now really Everything I talked about today is, is pretty solid in terms of recognizing this is worth pursuing if it interests you. So welcome to our science lab as we sit here to do our meditation. 
I'm just going to talk for a couple more minutes to tell us, tell you how we're going to do this practice. We're going to be focusing on the breath today. The breath will be our anchor. And just as with a boat, if there's an anchor, the boat can't go very far. And so we're going to focus with the breath, and I'll guide you through it. And what's going to happen pretty quickly is, is that your mind will go off and wander. And for those of you with your eyes open, I'm going to be doing what I call mental bicep curls. I probably have talked about them here before. This image helps me. So you're focused on the breath, and then really quickly your mind starts thinking about something or spacing out a little bit. As soon as you realize you're elsewhere, that's the moment you're actually waking up and being mindful. So that's a great moment. Notice where you've gone, thinking or wandering, and then what you want to do is you want to redirect your attention back to now. And this is how we get a muscle in the arm at the gym, and this is how we work the mindfulness muscle as well. We keep attending again and again and again and again. And one of my favorite teachers, he always said, there are no bad meditators. Just keep returning to the present moment. So that's what we get to do. We're going to the gym, and we're going to do some mental bicep curls, and we keep coming back, and we can allow the breath to be the natural movement. We take life in and feel it the way it is, and then the natural movement of the breath is to let it go, you know, to release the breath. And that's a relaxing posture. That's a way we get to let go. So every time we redirect the tension back to now, it's a form of letting go. So finding your seat, everyone. Feeling your feet on the ground. So bringing your attention to your feet, being mindful of what that's like, and just letting them relax And then moving your attention to the seat, your seat as it sits on the cushion of your chair. And noticing what that's like. So mindfulness is really being here present with what's happening and just allowing ourselves to experience something just as it is without kind of fighting with the moment, opening to the moment. And then feeling yourself sitting upright and relaxed at the same time. And letting your arms and your hands relax in your lap, wherever they land, where it's comfortable for you. And you might notice how they feel. You might notice sensations. You might notice even some tension. And you can even breathe into those arms or hands and then breathe out as you allow the arms and hands to relax. And then bringing your attention to your face. And you might notice that there might be tension in your jaw, around your eyes. And once again, you can kind of just even imagine that you're breathing into those areas. And then you're allowing them to relax as you breathe out from those areas.
good. And now bring your attention to your whole body sitting. And just noticing with awareness and openness and acceptance, experience the body right here, right now, just as it is. Get curious. You might notice varied sensations coming and going. Things getting stronger, things getting weaker, things disappearing. And maybe a sense of absence of sensation. That's possible too. But we're going to be like a cat at the mouse hole. We would just keep our attention here for a couple of moments. And when the mind wanders off, once you realize you're off somewhere, just gently, without judgment, redirect your attention back to, right now, the body. Feeling what it's like to be alive. Good. And now I invite each of you to use the breath as your anchor. And let's go for the breath at your belly. And you're not trying to change the way you're breathing. You're not trying to alter anything. You're bringing your attention to the belly to just feel the experience of breathing in and breathing out. You might notice the expansion as you inhale. And you might notice the dissolving of the breath as you exhale. And some of you might even notice some pauses in the breath. So I'm going to be quiet for a little bit. And your job is to keep coming back if the mind starts thinking about something, even if it's really interesting and you find it more interesting than your breath, I invite you to really practice this. We're training our attention so we can have some of the benefits of this in our life. So keep coming back to now again and again and again. So our anchor at this moment is the breath at the belly, breathing in and breathing out.
Can we check in right now and notice where our mind is? Maybe it's focused in the here and now. Or maybe it's off, kind of spacing out somewhere, wandering, or creating stories and caught in a story. So if you notice you're someplace else, see if you can work that muscle of re-attending to now, practicing waking up and practicing letting go. Really consciously re-attending to the present moment and getting interested in your experience of right now. We might notice where we were. We might even notice what was up in our thoughts. And, and we can just notice that and appreciate that. And then re-attending again and again and again. Doing this with gentleness, not judging ourselves, but just appreciating that we're waking up again and again to this life, to this human condition.
I invite each of you to um, just note to yourself some appreciation for for dropping into this place with inside yourself, a way to learn to be with ourselves, to notice the kind of things that maybe come up in our minds, and to also recognize the resilience we have that we can let go. We don't have to hold on to those things. We can actually make choices. And we learn that as we do more mindfulness practice. So we'll just take a few more minutes to be with our focus now of breath. And I invite each of you, just with your eyes that are probably closed right now, just check in with yourself and notice how you feel. Maybe a little more relaxed than when you came in, maybe not. And just noticing, maybe more nourished, and it's possibly not. And just notice what you notice as you just check in with the body, the mind, the feelings. And then I invite you all to open your eyes and just kind of look around. And as you look around, just notice how this might impact how you see things. Not that you're staring at anybody, but just kind of look around and see if mindfulness maybe impacted you in just in the vision. Good. How many people noticed a little shift of some sort? Raise your hand. Great. So what I'd like to do before we end is to ask those of you from the high schools if there's any questions that you might have or anything you'd like to report on in terms of your experience doing this practice. And I know you might be shy, but are there any brave ones out there? Was it helpful? Raise your hand if it was helpful at all to kind of come back to now. Hmm? Okay, hands down, and if anyone has any questions, raise your hand. Someone just said they had a question? Yeah? Okay, go for it. Over there? No? Someone put you up to it. Okay, that's okay. (laughs) All righty, well, welcome. I'm glad you were here, and... Everybody, thank you for coming. We do this every week, and we have wonderful classes over at Mark. Come and join us. And there's probably, um, there's handouts up there at the, there's a, a ledge up out in the main hall where we tell you about some of the programs that we have. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Wow.